You're listening to The Swingdom, the champion podcast of the year. Two guys, 28 clubs, zero putts given, with your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunnar Kane. Yeah, I haven't quit in a while, but I'm quitting this week. You quit? Golf as we know it is over forever. What are we going to do? Golf is over as we know it. Are we even allowed to? You know what I've decided. How much protein powder have you bought for Gavin? Oh, the top of our fridge is packed. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's just going to be like, all right, if your kid can hit it a thousand yards, then you know what? We'll build up the rest of his game around that. But like golf, golf isn't about hitting fairways and golf is fairways and greens. Fairways and greens is dead. I drive for show, putt for dough. Nope. Nope. Putt drive for, for putt, majors putt, putt, and yeah. putt if you want to. Drive, drive for millions. Putt for stillions. <laughs> putt at cotillions. It's a late night for you. It's not that it's late. Like I watched, I went to the pub. I watched it at the pub. It was great. They put the they put it on the big screen for me. I had a blast watching it until ten. Do you have a? Is that a broom behind you? Yeah, this room's a mess. It looks like a. This room's I a it mess. Was an now. old hickory club. I was like, that's good. Right with the birds. <sighs> I know. I should. So, I got a bunch of old clubs. I'm gonna put on the wall. Look. Uh, should we get wow. into the show? Not yet. Okay. Just wow. That's what I want to say right now. I didn't see this coming. Actually, actually almost guaranteed it wasn't coming. I'm not very good at this deciding what's going to happen. It's not like, and we'll get into this later. It's not so much that the winner is the winner. Mm. It's that no one else was there. No. 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 This like was the, this like, was something. Don't even show up. <laughs> that's what I mean. I think I think the game I think the game is changing. You ready? Yeah. You're listening to The Swingdom, the champion podcast of the year. Two guys, 28 clubs, zero putts given with your hosts Ben Ridner and Gunnar Kane. Hey, what's going on? I'm Ben, and I am a disappointed, disappointed <laughs> handicap. I'm here with my best golfing buddy, Gunner. He is an ecstatic handicap. <laughs> it's okay. I never play like it. And it's uh, it's it's U.S. Open week. It's U.S. Open is finished. It finished seven minutes ago, literally. I. I didn't even bother watching the trophy ceremony because I wanted to get on and record this. Uh, yeah, like I like that's an excuse. I didn't bother watching. Good night, honey. Okay, good. All right, yeah, everybody's just gone to bed. That was me saying good night to Dora. Um, good night, honey. Plech. Nobody's there. Nobody's plech. going to bed. I don't know. Like, I really don't know how to feel about this as a major tournament. Can I look? I've decided today. I decided how I feel about the U.S. Open. 
Okay. And this may whoa, shock whoa, whoa. you. Whoa, whoa, The USGA Invitational. This may shock you. Okay. I think this is my favorite major. Yeah. And yeah, I'm and maybe not, it maybe I'm not it mad doesn't at you. maybe it doesn't shock you. Um, no, no, it shocks me. It does because like I know how much you love Augusta. I love the Masters, and, and like for Augusta. me, like I love the history of the British Open, the uh-huh. Open Championship, the Championship yeah. Golfer of the Year. Like I love that. That's what our whole intro is is yeah, is but off of the U.S. Open. And I hate, like, I'm going to hate myself for saying this, but the U.S. Open is all about, like, the struggle is real. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it really I, is, like, oh, man. Like, they just come off the course, and they're just like, the struggle is real. <laughs> it's real hard out there. <laughs> it's just a running joke of Tiger Woods going, the conditions are really, really tough out there. Yeah. That's all this is. Look, I – and it, it took me a while to figure out that this was my favorite because – if you if I were to have you guess a week ago, you'd be like, "Oh no, it's the Masters," and maybe a yeah. week ago, maybe a week ago it was the Masters, but for the wrong reasons. Like I just love the event. Yeah, and i i re I realized today that the golf itself, which is important, the most yeah. important piece of this, the U.S. Opens, hands down, my favorite. No, and you I know, I, you, you know what it is. It is. Like I know exactly what it is, and I'm gonna I'm gonna fill this I'm gonna fill this in for myself and hopefully for you as well. Like the players is Mother's Day, so that's mm-hmm. like that's fun. That's Mother's Day. That's like it's it's sentimental for that reason. Like you've got professional golfers who wouldn't be where they are without the support of their mothers. Right. Then a month later, you get the Masters, which is like the start of golf in America. Like, how many people don't even start playing golf until after April 20th? Oh, tons. Most no, of them. Yeah. Like, they watch the Masters, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's time to go play golf. Oh, yeah, I love golf. That's right. I'm going out there. Yeah. Those are your weekenders. Yeah. Yeah. Your weekenders play golf after the Masters. They I watch the what, Masters yeah. and head out. Yeah. I think the thing that's really surprising is how much – like, how uh, – and I don't want to say this in case the PGA Tour ever, like, decides to pull this up but like it's this shows how meaningless the pga championship is in the grand scheme of majors yeah um, yeah and i'm just gonna say for two reasons one is like the blokes they bring in Wow, I'm really British. I said the blokes. You're the, super. You've become so British. The the guys they bring in who are like the PGA like clubhouse pros, uh huh, never have a shot. No. And it always feels, it always feels like a hard PGA tour event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Then you get to the British Open, and the British Open feels like the hardest European tour events. Mm-hmm. Like you're like oh like Carnoustie you have the history you go to I mean you you can't even like talk about golf without getting to the old course in ten minutes right you know what I mean like if you're in England and anybody starts talking about golf like within ten minutes it gets you like have you made it up to Scotland to play St Andrews when you I would I would assume that St Andrews and Augusta National are the two 
courses that people know, no matter yeah. no matter their affiliation yeah. with golf. If, well, the difference if they is, know anything yeah. about golf, the, it's those two things. The difference is those like for three hundred dollars, you can go play Augusta. You can I'm not Augusta. You can go play St Andrews. I got three hundred bucks for St Andrews right now. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like you can show up and you can get. I a don't have three hundred dollars to spend, but I have three hundred dollars to play. <laughs> yeah. St Andrews, if that makes and, sense. And that no, that makes perfect. Like that's exactly what I'm saying. Is like that's what, like that's like for me. It's like the difference between like the it's. For me, the the British Open is like the golf of the people. It's a Lynx course. It's fun mm-hmm. to watch. It's different. It's man versus the elements. Oh, and the the wind and yeah. the you know the the, the landscape, the marine layers, yeah. the landscape, like, all that plays yeah. such an effect. It's not even that. Like if you look at the setup of St Andrews, okay, it's not that hard. No, you can miss it left all day long. All day. So St. Andrews isn't a hard course. <laughs> if it's you've got your hook on point, you're good. <laughs> yeah. It's the environment in which St. Andrews sits yeah. that makes it almost impossible to play. No, no. And it is. It's like the 125 years of major history, but it's the 400 years of golf history there. Right. No, I'm sorry. 600 years of golf history there. Like is it they, 600 years old? They, yeah, the uh, St. Andrews Golf Course is like, it opened in like 1444. It opened 50 years before Columbus sailed for America. Well, he never made it, so. so. He just, he made, it to the, he made it to the West Indies, a.k.a. the Caribbean. The, the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, he found Johnny Depp and a bunch of rum down there. Oh, that's probably a good time then. And he was like, we'll party a bit, and then I'm going to leave you here because you're just Johnny Depp. That's right. I'd leave him. Where's Kiera Knightley? Can can you go? Can Johnny Depp? Can you find Kiera Knightley? Because I let's go. Let's drink someone with Kiera Knightley and then leave her on this island too. You can't see me because I'm now Google searching things. I can absolutely see you. Oh, you can. Yep. Oh. Um. I always thought it. Oh. So yeah. So let's 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 uh because we're rambling a bunch. The PGA Championship is fourth. Yes, I totally agree. The open is third, but marginally. Yeah. Augusta is second just because of like it's the history. It's Bobby Jones's house. Like you you I think that's the thing that you don't get at any other majors. Like you can watch the winner's final round shot on twelve for seventy years. Yeah. Like you can see the, like you could, like you go back 2015. I'm sorry. You go back last year and you watch Finau and Kepka and Molinari put it in the water. Mm-hmm. You go back to 2016 and you watch Jordan speed, put it in the water twice. I'm just a legendary. You go uh, back to the eighties and you burn see, downs. Yeah. you see, you see Freddie's catch up in the grass. Mm-hmm. You go back to the fifties and you see Ben Hogan, you know, make a birdie when his playing partner makes a hole in one, Like it's mm-hmm. just, there's, you have that Augusta history, but for me, in terms of challenging and interesting golf, it, it like, especially at a place like winged foot, the USGA puts on a show. 
this is what I was talking about with our preview show, the yeah. U.S. Open. And this is kind of what led me to realize that this is my favorite, uh, although it wasn't until today that I put it all together. But this is the USGA does this thing yeah. where they bring the best players in the world yeah, uh, and make them play the hardest course they can make. Yeah. And whoever struggles the least. Yeah. Yeah, gets crowned no, no, and no. This, celebrated for the rest of their career. Yeah, this they go is, down in history. This was the third massacre at Wingfoot. Yes, like one man under par by six shots, and what a margin to yeah. win by! So, like, it's no, I'm coining it now. This is yet another massacre at Wingfoot. Wing- this is a a massacre at Mamarinek. Mam- <laughs> the Mamarinek massacre. Yeah. Look, you uh, you were telling me that you thought, you know, the score would be low um, for a single day or the score would be pretty low for the week. And, you know, I went the historical route. Yeah. And said, okay, well, this is what the winners won by, right? Yeah. Uh, won with. And yeah. history will not reflect how terrible the Sunday of the 120th U.S. Open was, no. and only one guy survived. You're going to see Bryson DeChambeau and his score yeah. at the top. And you're uh, not going to see second in, place. <laughs> in all the lists. Well, yeah. no, because you have to scroll for 20 minutes to get down to second yeah. place. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to see the winning score and you're going to say, wow, it must've played unusually easy for a U S open and history will not remember how difficult this day was. It was a massacre. Yeah. This was absolute golf. Yeah. Ah, I'm, I'm fired up. I wish it would happen again. I really do. Yeah, I mean, you've got seven guys. So, 61 guys made the cut, right? Well, it was 62, but Danny Lee, we'll get into Withdrawal, that. Withdrawal, yeah. <laughs> I've watched the video 50 times. I haven't seen the video. I just heard, like, I read, I read the stats somewhere, and it was, like, first shot three point, like, three feet, seven inches. Oh, I Second shot you. six foot, 11 inches. Third shot, four foot three inches. Well, these are all putts. Yeah. yeah. No, this is like, this is feet from the hole. Yeah. No. Hey, look, I, I just, if you do anything. Was he injured? Soul, Why did he withdraw? I would have withdrawn too. After you watched the video. <laughs> <laughs> look, it was after on you, 18. It was on 18. I would have been like, there's always tomorrow. No, dude, his soul wasn't in it. His, his, soul, his soul was gone. <laughs> Wingfoot took his spirit. <laughs> so seven guys finished at plus 20. Yes. We had three 82s today. Yeah. Tied 23rd, right? Mm-hmm. So, so basically 40, 40 of those guys finished at plus 10 and higher. Yes. Some jam, yes. my guy. Plus one final round, plus nine, sold 22. So so in order to be under double digits, you needed 
<laughs> you needed to be in, in you, you, you had to be top 20. Oh, it was awesome. It was. It was awesome. Look, this was definitely, and, and obviously we'll break down the entire tournament, but this was yeah. definitely a, a U.S. Open for, for, I don't really, I, I don't. I don't want to say it's like. I'm having a hard ages. time getting. I don't. I'm not going to say, no, I'm not going to say for the ages because uh, I don't want to go there. It, yeah. It wasn't, let me rephrase it. It wasn't an, uh, a U.S. Open for the faint of heart no. when it comes to playing. No. Not, not at all. No. Like, I, like I said, history is not going to remember this day uh, w- when we talk about the U.S. Open. They'll just say, yeah. oh, Bryson DeChambeau has six-shot lead. That's all, that, that's all that's ever going to be said. And that's sort of like, so my two questions are going to be like, well, my two, I'll ask them now, is – is minus six at Wingfoot going to because it's gonna it's probably gonna what how when did you know when the next time they're playing at Wingfoot is have they announced that yet? No, keep asking me your question though, I'll look it up. No, I was gonna say I'll do the same. I basically like so the last time they played at Wingfoot was 2006, and it was like the massacre at Wingfoot where Phil flubbed it on 18 and came in second for like his fourth or fifth time. Um, my question would basically be if, if in 14 years time, they see minus six Bryson DeChambeau, are they going to say, nah, we got this. We can overpower the course. Do you, I mean, do you think that's going to be the general consensus by golfers of, you know, the, of the next 15 years? Yes. Okay. They're not going to be like, Oh, well, Matthew Wolf was like, you know, the next score was, even par Matt Wolf solo second played minus five on Saturday played plus five on Sunday. Like what, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I think, I think the game's changed. Okay. I think. It's and then, changed. yeah, I was going to say, then my next question is going to be like, you have a son who is, like he's into golf. Mm-hmm. He's into golf. State championships next weekend. That's what I'm saying. Like he's a winner at like the state level. Hopefully he like plays well in high school. Like hopefully mm-hmm. plays like at least like, I'm not saying like gets recruited or like goes pro, but like has fun playing in college. Yeah. Like saves, saves you some money and has some fun playing in college. <laughs> Hey, let's go D three, baby. Yeah. Let's go. Let's let's, go. Look, full ride. I don't care where it is. Like full ride. Full ride. Let's do it. Juco. Let's yeah. do it. Um, <laughs> but do you think like coaches are going to pull him aside in the future, in the near future and be like, you've got to work on your 105 mile an hour fastball. Like you've yeah. got, you've got to get your ball speed above 160 by the time you're 15 or else you don't have a shot. I, I think there's a real – it's way too early to tell, Ben. And no, no, to and then so, to like, simpler, simpler than that then is do you think in the next year you're going to hear a lot of parents saying, don't worry about control, don't worry about accuracy, let's just worry about power? Yes. Okay. Are you going to well, be so one of them? A lot of kids <laughs> – no, so Gavin, Gavin – and, and for the record, Gavin's a smaller kid. Yeah. Uh. For the record, hold on, let me write that down. 
Right. Gavin down. is small. <laughs> tiny kid. No, he's not. He's not tiny. No, he's no, smaller I know he's than. Not. He's on the smaller side, which isn't you know anything against him. I mean, look at Justin Thomas. No, he uh, but like when you say smaller side, he may be like ten pounds below average. But he's right, also but he's 10, also not like forty pounds above average like some no, of the but kids 10 are. Ten pounds is a lot of power. Yeah. No. 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 I get what you're saying. Like, you, like if there if I mean? there's somebody who's forty pounds, like there that's fifty pounds of aggressive power that he doesn't have. Right. So he plays with finesse. Yeah. But no, no. no. When I play with him, like I like, and I've never really, I've never, but like I see Zach Johnson. Uh huh. Like I see somebody who like he's like. Let me let me get to like thirty yards out, ship uh-huh. it close, and then and then make you so angry with his putting skills that you don't hit your driver straight on the next hole anyway. Yeah, he's rare. So what's funny about Gavin, and I'll I will always give him props for it. Uh, which and and it does get frustrating sometimes because you get nervous for your own children when you watch them. I get nervous. Uh, he's not even my own kid. Right. So you get right. <laughs> So you get nervous, and what happens is he doesn't hit greens in regulation. No. Ever. He rarely hits a green in regulation. But you know what he does hit? Fairways. He, he rarely misses fairways. He's the epitome of fairways and greens. Yeah. So yeah. He, he, may, he hits, I want to say, 90% of fairways in all of his tournaments. Yeah. In all of his practice rounds, he finds fairways. Yeah. What he doesn't do is find greens, so he chips and putts. And he it's, lives by it. It's painful. It's As hard. somebody who plays against him for very, very small sums of money, it is painful. Which you never pay, and he knows. <laughs> no, I owe him $8. I owe him $8. I apologize. I'm apologizing now. Stop. You know, don't say sorry. <laughs> but he, he chips and putts. That's what he does. Yeah, he he chips putts, and when he makes a bogey, it's because he's two putted. Yeah, um, on yeah. the rare case, like to, we played today. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, what what is his average putt hole. per round? Like, oh, like like is it like 22? Yeah, it's somewhere around that. Oh, it's, 20, it's like 22 Ooh. to 24. <laughs> yeah, that's insanity. He, uh, okay, but he also gets lucky a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, <laughs> he does get lucky a lot with some. He gets plus. so lucky that they just go in the hole and yeah, we're all like, just like great, moves whatever. Around it. Yeah. No, but I think yes. It, it, within the next year, you're gonna see a lot of long drivers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're gonna see a lot of kids playing with drivers that are two, three inches too long for them. Um, yeah, forty-eight inch driver Bryson had. Yeah, I think you're going to see a lot of really wide stances. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see a lot of jumping out of your shoes. I, a lot of jump. Now, I was surprised. I'm surprised though that that didn't come around when you know Bubba Watson won his two Masters, um, because Bubba Watson jumps out of his shoes. Yeah, but he does the same thing that like. Rory does when he wants a power and Justin Thompson, Justin Thomas does occasionally when he really wants power. Like he moves up to his toes. Yes. Like this Bryson thing is new where like, like he, he pivots left, like both feet pivot left. Oh yeah. He twists instead of hops. Yeah. Like most people are like, like, and the thing that I've always heard about when you've got your driver out is like, you want to, you want to, 
control the power from the soles of your feet from the ground. You want to push up out of the ground so that you're in an upward motion because you're hitting the ball in an upward right. motion. Well, they've got Bryson doing it. It's like, they're just like, keep the plane as flat as possible. Keep it a single plane drive mm -hmm. and just turn as hard as you can. And we don't care where you end up, but as long as you're turning as hard as you can before you get to the ball, like his average ball speed was 187 tonight. Look, I don't want to get into, I don't want to be pigeonholed into having to walk back all the negative things I've said about Bryson DeChambeau. No, I'm going to continue them. Right. My negativity will, is driving this podcast. What I am going to say, though, <laughs> is that Bryson has done it. And I believe I've said this in the past. Yeah. Bryson has done a really good job of straightening that drive out. It used to be all over the place. Yeah. Now it's going straighter than it used to when he hit shorter. Yeah. So I will give him that credit. I still think the way he treats golf is stupid. I still think he, his body cannot last doing no. what he's doing. And I've, like, I've, got, I've, I've got a great question for the second part of the show when we get into the stats, when we get into mm -hmm. day four stats. I should probably write it down, but um, – uh, just remind me to ask you what it is that I'm what I'm what I'm at what I've got to ask you, and then we'll uh, we'll talk about that. You wanna you wanna hit on the I think we're about twenty minutes in. You wanna hit it on the commercial break? Yes, and I have a couple questions for you too, not related what? to the winner, but yeah, I have I have questions. So let's hit a commercial break, and All then right. then we'll do questions, and then we'll get into the stats. Okay. It's time for us to put down our bag and hear from our sponsors. Did you, did you actually hear from our sponsors? Have you heard from our sponsors? Uh, I, I, I think I have, but it's sometimes most of the time it's really hard for me to hear. Yeah, I have a hard time hearing. Yeah. From our sponsors. They communicate with us. Yeah. We don't necessarily hear them. Nope. Well, that's fine. It's a good reason to go to Beltone Hearing Aid Centers of New Jersey. If well, you've if never one of those, but it's yeah. Oh, I've got one of those. You ready? Hold on. Let me, let me... There you go. There you go. Ah. <laughs> if you haven't heard of New Jersey. <laughs> wow. This is terrible. All right. So if you haven't heard of New Jersey. Oh, That's okay. about right. All right, just funny the first time. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, you should take a trip there, not only for its lovely beaches and its proximity to New York City, maybe even proximity to Mamoranek. Ah. Mamoranek? Mamoranek, yeah. Mamoranek. 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 Yes. Uh, you should go and get your hearing tested. For free, when you use the code word GOLF and call plus one seven three two eight 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 nine thousand. Again, that's plus one seven three two eight 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 nine thousand. You'll hear such lovely tones as, hello, Beltone Hearing Incentives of New Jersey. How can I help you? At which point you then just yell into the phone, GOLF. That's it. And they say, oh, you must want oh, a free yeah, hearing you test. You need a free hearing test, exactly. You must, you must love listening to the swingdom. Oh, you're, you're fans of the swingdom. Well, yeah. we're fans of them, and here's a free hearing test. Yeah. So ask questions like, are you proud of your son? At which point, you know, they'll say, he'll say yes. He'll say yes. I'm very proud of him and his podcast, The Swingdom. Or um, he won't. 
Debatable. Well, that's a debate we'll talk about <laughs> another day. <laughs> but no, check out Beltone Hearing Aid Centers of New Jersey. Uh, they're located in New Jersey, not Old Jersey, which is closer to me than it is to you, but New Jersey, which is closer to you than it is to me. Can you, uh, after this, elaborate on what Old Jersey is, on what Jersey is? Yeah, Jersey, it's an island between England and France. Uh, makes sense. Yeah, it's got a massive, it's got a wonderful, elaborate history. Um, it's got some incredible World War II history, if you want to delve into that at any point. I really enjoyed talking about that. But, um, yeah, the, uh, the Axis powers took over Jersey, which was a, it still is a British Isle. It's one of the British Isles. Oh. And, um, and, and they turned it into like a propaganda machine for Britain. And they were like, this is what Britain will look like underneath the Axis rule. Mm -hmm. And then the Battle of Britain happened for years and it never panned out. And then, you know, they lost and, and Britain took Jersey back. So it's still, it's under the British flag. It's great. It's where the cows come from, Jersey cows. Mm -hmm. That's where they come from. Yep. yep. Jersey, Jersey cows. It's good. We've got, we've got Jersey cows in Rixieville. Those are what our kinds of cows are. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's what they are. Yeah, they're well, Jersey cows. Yep. And well, um, if you want to, if our listeners are, are interested in visiting a Jersey, uh, never under threat of the, the axis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't want to use the, I, yeah. <laughs> 888 Get your hearing test. And <laughs> I don't want to say N-A-Z-I. I just don't want to say that on the air ever. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. 732 uh, 888 uh, uh, Beltone Hearing Aid Centers of New Jersey. Yes. Uh, Axis of Evil Free. Right? Yes. Axis <laughs> of Evil Free. If you use the code word golf, it helps keep the Axis far, far away. It's perfect. That's how it works. You're welcome. That was the wrong. I just, I hit the clap because I thought and it was. now to your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunner Kane. My buttons weren't my buttons, so I thought I was going back off the commercial, and I just hit a clap, which congratulations, Jersey, for not being under the Axis powers anymore. Yeah. Round, round of applause. <laughs> but back to the show. Congratulations, New Jersey, uh, for not suffering such threat. If yeah. anybody listens to this show who hasn't watched <laughs> the YouTube uh, uh, version of the show, we, we do implore you to, to go smash that like button subscribe hit the little bell on yeah. there we got a great youtube channel thanks to ben uh but we produce our own show uh yeah which is why it sounds the way it does which is why our <laughs> buttons don't make sense <laughs> <laughs> which is why we get to decide whether we get uh joke snares <laughs> i don't have to wait five minutes for somebody else to pull it up i just do it when i want <laughs> yeah we don't wait for anybody else to try and be funny We're yeah funny mm-hmm all right. I can just adjust that whenever I need to. There you go. Laugh right. track. We need one of those. We don't, but we're going to use it. This week was the U.S. Open. Have you seen the shirt that I'm wearing? It's yellow. Is it yellow or green? You know where I got this? Uh, the PGA Superstore. I can't nope. see the, the logo's the same color as the shirt, Ben. Oh, sorry. It says TPC Potomac. Ah, what a great place. Yeah. Do you know where I got this? Uh, at Not at the U.S. Open. Nope. No, you got that at the uh, the National. Yes. 
Yes. And the do you know why I'm? Tournament. Do you know why I'm wearing this very specific shirt? Uh, because uh, it's the U.S. National Championship. Yeah, I'm wearing it in strike of the USGA having a tournament. <laughs> You're so dumb. <laughs> that tournament, that tournament at TPC Potomac didn't even have a sponsor. What are you talking about? <laughs> it was the Quicken Loans. Yeah, but they dropped out, so now it's nothing. I know. But that's what I'm saying. I wanted, I wanted to wear my TPC shirt so I can say the USGA Invitational. Uh, it, was this, it was this week. The USGA <laughs> Championship was this week. I, the head cover I have from the national tournament. Yeah. Uh, I will tell you that the all white with it just saying the national with stars on it in yeah. black is sweet yeah i've got i've got a, a bunch of ball markers super clean look and i've got the flag signed by ricky fowler that's right you yep. know oh oh uh, this is, is probably gonna go on one of these walls soon this is good speaking of the quick and loans and the u.s open bring golf back to dc hashtag. bring golf back to dc hashtag bring golf back oh, man that needs to get trending anyways <laughs> the uh the second time I took Gavin, so the first time I took Gavin, we met Ricky Fowler uh, to to the Quicken Loans, right? We met. Yeah, Ricky we put Fowler. that picture on Instagram last week. Yeah, with him and he was really little, and they're wearing the yeah. same hat, right? So yeah, which they hugged cool. or something. That was before the virus. Ah, uh, it was years and years ago. A little ago, like right? arm around the little guy. Yeah. Anyways, we got to walk with him a little bit. Um, well, we walked outside the ropes, but he came to the ropes after every shot and kind of talked to Gavin about what he was doing. It was really yeah. sweet. It was a practice round. The next year, it was at Congressional Country Club, which mm -hmm. we have also put a picture up of in the past. And yeah. Gavin met Bryson DeChambeau. Mm -hmm. Well, I would let me tell you my first interaction with Bryson DeChambeau in the real world was was Gavin had a brand new golf flag, right? We just picked it up in the pro shop at Congressional. Uh, and Bryson was coming off of the practice green, uh, standing next to Keegan Bradley. And oddly enough, I'm more focused on Keegan Bradley because I didn't realize how big he was. And I was like, no, oh, he's my. huge. Also like major winner. Yeah, also a major winner, PGA Championship. Yeah, shout out. 2011. Banger. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, I'm more focused on, on Keegan Bradley because he's a mammoth of a guy. Yeah. Right? It's like 6'4 well, or something, 6'5? I turn around, Gavin's missing, and he's just chumming up Bryson DeChambeau. And Bryson's a, a, a rookie. I was going to say, he may, have, he may have just been a rookie. No, he was, this was his rookie season. No, That's no, but I'm he, saying, like, even though, like, the Quicken Loans is also early. Right. Yeah. He was brand new. Yeah. Right. So, and he's wearing, you know, he's wearing a silly hat and I'm looking at it and I was like, well, he's, wearing, he's wearing the Payne Stewart hat. It's not that yeah, silly. It's silly on him. It is. And it. I'm looking at him and I'm like, Oh, that's Bryson DeChambeau. This is pretty cool. He's just yeah. out in the middle of nowhere. Right. Um, and he signs Gavin's flag. He's the first person to sign Gavin's flag. You set it on fire. The, <laughs> the size of his signature takes up the top left quarter of the entire flag and i was like this dude just ruined this flag because now <laughs> nobody's gonna be able to sign it yeah well anyways gavin gets like a hundred signatures on yeah. there ricky fowler's signatures on there uh, anyways ton of ton of signatures but it's the most it's definitely the john hancock of the yeah, that's really of cool. this golf flag now i'm like oh well we met him the year he it must have been 
three months into his PGA Tour career. Yeah. And now, look, at he's a U.S. Open champion. Yeah. He's a major champion. Yeah. And we've got this really cool piece of mem- memorabilia. So I think, I think that's pretty cool. But I, yeah. that was my first real impression of Bryson was he's way <laughs> too big for himself. Look, he just yeah. wrote all over this kid's yeah. flag. I don't think I've told you this. So I have <laughs> – when I went to the Open at St. Andrews, I went to I went to the Wednesday of the U.S. Open at St. Andrews, the one forty fourth, um, the British Open. Open. Yeah, I just say I meant British. I didn't mean to say if I said U.S. That's wrong. I, I think I'm, I was hoping just say the Open because that's what if you don't call it that, people here get very angry with you because they're like, well, you're you're now because of this mistake, it's they're the putting Open. they're putting you back on a ship and sending you back over here. <laughs> No, they're steerage. We don't care. They're Kate, like Kate Winslet is not there with you in steerage. Go away. They said. Uh, they said. Oh, ben screwed it up for the final time. Yep. Um, <laughs> Send him back. So and like you can see on Instagram, like there's a picture of me with Frank Nabilo. So me mm-hmm. and my buddy Andrew Mallon, uh, we like, we 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 went. Oh, this is such a terrible story. <laughs> so me and my wife got married in May of 2015. Mm-hmm. And my buddy Andrew, friend of the um, show, what friend, friend of the, of the show. show, great guy. I hope I hope he's okay with me telling the story. I hope he's not okay with you telling. The okay. Story. <laughs> so he broke up with his significant other, of which he was engaged. To. I would not be okay with this, but you've already said it. Keep going. So they were yes. He's now married to a like I absolutely i love kelly i love his wife i she's amazing i love her andrew and his wife now are perfect for each other he was at that time he had broken up with somebody who he was engaged to you're hiding you're hiding your face i'm so scared of what's happening i don't want to be a part of any of this visually so so he comes down to virginia he comes down to virginia wants to sort of like blow off some steam and by blow off some steam we like just sort of like hang out and like wrap his head around sort of like the last two years of his sort of like oh i was in a relationship like what what do i do now Mm -hmm. and i was like well me and Isadora just got married like we're taking our first vacation as a married couple to scotland and england like do you want to come and is this like your honeymoon no, it's our first vacation as a married couple. No, it's totally your honeymoon. You invited <laughs> Andrew to your honeymoon to Scotland. Well, I didn't <laughs> think he was going to say yes. You wanted him to say yes. That's why you asked him. So I it's asked funny. him, and his response wasn't yes or no. His response was, let me call my travel agent. Of course. Well, Andrew's the kind of guy who has one. So he, so he calls his travel agent, <laughs> and he gets his points moved, and he ends up coming to Scotland with us. And it's me, my wife of two months, who I'd never been on vacation with since we were married. But what you needed was a buffer. <laughs> That's what you need. And, you needed and, somebody just in case. And Andrew came along. So, oh, I mean, this it was it was we had an amazing time. Yes, it right. was like we didn't have our honeymoon until like four years later. But you all three went to the open. We went to the open for a Wednesday practice round. Right. Me and Andrew followed Zach Johnson around. Mm-hmm. Zach Johnson did not sign my Cleveland visor. Jerk. Not a jerk. Just I think he was sort of like. I'm just joking. I think he was just sort of like, I don't play Cleveland. Why am I going to sign your visor? I really like Zach Johnson. I yeah. don't blame him. Andrew uh, 
takes a picture of me, him, and Ricky Fowler, of which I am not in the picture. No, you're not. I've seen the picture. You're not. <laughs> you're oh, not. Me and Andrew are like this. Ricky Fowler's in between the two of us. We've got our arms out. Like, we're like, right. Ricky Fowler's our best friend. And Andrew takes a selfie, and I'm not in the picture. I, that it's is like, the first – that's one of the first things Andrew showed me when I first met he, him. He's uh, like, it's such a good said, picture. I'll have to send it hey, to me. Check out this picture I have with Ricky Fowler, Ben. No, and no, I he goes, he goes a, check, check out this picture of me and Ben with Ricky Fowler. <laughs> That's exactly what he says. He goes, look at <laughs> Ben and I took a selfie with Ricky Fowler because him and I were talking about that, that bit about yeah. Gavin. And yeah. Ricky's like, oh, I met Ricky too. He's great. Look at this picture Ben and I took with him. And I, it's just him and Ricky. It's just him and it's Ricky. Just him. And I was like, You can Where's see my ben? hand. Right, that's what he says. He's <laughs> like, there's it. me, there's Ricky, and there's Ben's left thumb. And <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. So so let me, let me. Uh, I forgot even what I was talking about. It's such a, it's, we had such a good Frank time. Frank Abelow, yeah. Yeah, so met from, so I basically like walked around the course. Like I just mm-hmm. spent I spent two hours walking eighteen, watching Jordan hit a few tee shots. Like I followed Jordan Spieth for three holes. I followed Dustin Johnson for a bit. At the end of the day, it was like the greats of um it was the greats of St. Andrews. So it was like Jack Nicholas, Arnold Palmer, Tiger Woods, who was injured at the time because it was 2015, mm-hmm. John Daly um like anybody who'd won the open in the last however long like who was of consequence mm-hmm. like we saw them play one two three 16 17 18 wow and it was um like to watch arnold palmer tee it up at st andrews like i still like i'm That's still so getting awesome. i'm still getting goosebumps it was amazing watch jack nicholas do the same thing it was absolutely incredible. But Isadora didn't walk around with me and Andrew. So she stayed at like the putting green and just got like a ton of signatures on a British open hat. So I've got a hat with like 30 signatures on it. That's awesome. And I don't recognize any of them. <laughs> I have to, what I have to do. I have every no time idea get- who they are. I, I recognize Henrik Stenson and Ian Poulter. And that is it. And there's like 25 other signatures on this thing. And I'm like, is that Jason Day? Is that Stuart? Is that? And I'm like, I'm like, Dora, did any of these guys like uh, any of these guys, you know, what they look like, and she's like, no, nah, just people just wanted to sign the hat. They thought it was fun. So they just kept signing the hat. And I was like, you've no idea who any of these, like they could have been caddies. It could have been somebody's manager. Like, <laughs> there's just signatures all over a British open hat. I have no idea who they are, except for Henrik Stenson and Ian Poulter. Uh, wow, that was uh, a long story. I do this thing where when Gavin gets a signature, I take a picture of who's signing it. (laughs) (laughs) No, you have to. Like, you you really have to do that. And then sometimes if I don't recognize them, I get a picture of their bag because it has their name on it. Yeah. And then I know uh, real quick about the caddies. It definitely aren't caddy signatures because that's against the rules. Oh, is it? Uh, yeah, the PGA and the RNA have rules against caddies signing things. Uh, so could we tried to get uh, uh, Caddy Joe's signature, Ricky Fowler's caddy, because Gavin just absolutely thought he was the coolest guy on the planet, and he's a really cool guy. Yeah. Uh, but he said, no, I can't, uh, but here's a ball instead. So he, had, he got one of Ricky Fowler's balls they played 18 with in a practice round. Oh, that's really um, cool. Yeah, but he, they're not allowed to sign. He explained the whole thing. Oh, okay, because um, I know that we had um, 
We tried to get we tried to get Ricky Fowler's wife to sign. This That's right. We did. Yeah, yeah. She was like, "This is conflict of interest," and I was like, "You just don't want to sign anything." This is the second right. <laughs> um, my question for you. Let me ask you this real quick before, because because the breakdown of this tournament is going to be super quick. Um, is this Phil Mickelson's last U.S. Open? No, I didn't think so. All He'll right. play it for another ten years. I just. Just wanted to ask. No. That's I did love around. the picture of him on the couch. Oh, yeah, recovering. <laughs> this was brutal. <laughs> oh, I need my coffee to recover from a hard two days at Wingsfoot. He is, he is such a salesman. All right. So, you ready for this? Yes. All right. We are talking about the 120th U.S. Open at Winged Foot. Mamarinek. In Mamarinek. Uh, New York, uh, your defending champion was Gary Woodland. Not anymore, ladies and gentlemen. Um, all right, so round one, Thursday round. Yeah. Uh, we followed Phil, Paul Casey, and John Rahm. Uh, your best firing on all cylinders out of the gate was Justin Thomas firing a, a 65 five under par. Um, your worst was a 10 over 80 by uh, Lucas Michelle, an amateur. Yeah, that doesn't uh, count. Does that make him a boy of the people? How does that work? Yeah, that totally counts. He's, he's still the worst. Come on. Okay, fine. Debatable. Um, uh, round one was suspended due to darkness. They, it, because it's fall here on the East Coast, we don't have a whole lot of daylight. Um, so when you have 150 guys packed into a tournament that doesn't yeah. start until nine o'clock in the morning, that's kind of a mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody played pretty well. Um, I think out of our group uh, or out of our group, four of ours were under par after round yeah. one. So it really looked to me like I was dead wrong about this tournament. Yeah. Um, do you have anything about round one? Like I said, this will probably go by. So pretty quick. round round one for me, like number one, Colin Morikawa just fell off. Oh yeah, he's finished. Like, he finished was over. He was my pick, and he just like he fell off. I was super pumped for him to sort of be like the the because I was I was listening to another podcast, and they were like, well, if he wins all three, does that still count as the Grand Slam? Yes. Because there's only three this year or whatever it is. Yeah. Instead of four because there's no British Open. It's the Grand, grand Slam of the year. I mean, no, it's the Grand Triple. It's not a slam. It's you need four. Crown. A slam. Yeah, it's a Triple Crown. I'd call it, I would call it the Triple Crown. Happily call it the Triple Crown. So I was excited to see him. And he just fell off. <clears throat> and then the other thing was, is like, I think they knew that they had to get all these guys through. Mm-hmm. I think they were very aware there were 150 guys who had to get through in 10 hours instead of 12. Yeah. I think they made it a bit easier. You think so? Like I've Thursday, heard that. Yeah. I've heard that too. Oh, really? So I thought that I, was, I thought that was my take. I didn't realize that was like a, I heard that and you don't like these spoilers. Um, but I, I heard that on the, um, uh, what day is it? I heard that on the Thursday edition I'm sorry, the Friday edition of the uh, Tony Kornheiser show. Oh, okay. Uh, Michael yeah, Kornheiser I mean, had that I, same take. I may have heard it from Sanzi, but like... Mm-hmm. It In looked, passing? 
Yeah, it, not in passing, in just in like text I, messages. I was doing yeah. the sling box, so I was just watching it. Sling boxing it. They were sort of like, oh, like these guys are getting through, and I was like, well, they must have, they must have made it a bit easier. Yeah, scorable. Yeah, to, yeah. to push through. Yeah. Um. Uh, all right, day two. Let's get to that featured group. Call what? A day two. That's a Friday. That's a Friday. Uh, Colin Morikawa, Justin Thomas, Tiger Woods. That was a cool group. Yeah. Uh, uh, I love when Justin Thomas and Tiger Woods play together. Mm-hmm. And it all stems back to that. I think it was like a year and a half ago when Tiger Woods just like looks down at Justin Thomas's ball. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's oh. yours. Oh, mine's up there. Oh, yours is here. Oh, mine's 20 yards further than yours. All right, I'll see you later. I'll see you, I'll see you <laughs> up there. Yeah. Still, yeah. Tiger Woods is the best. Um, uh, unfortunately, Colin and, and Tiger Woods couldn't pull through. Justin no. Thomas uh, shoots three over on Friday. Uh, your your best uh, – oh, this is a real bummer. I haven't looked at these notes. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau is your, your low scorer of, of yeah. Friday with just a two under. Yeah. Um, and Sung Kang fires an 86. Mm-hmm. 16 over par, and I was in on it. I absolutely loved this. This is man of the people golf. This is why it's the U.S. Open. This is the Open for the people. An 86. Um, The thing that I was going to say, so I was totally cool with, like, man of the people, like, totally cool with people shooting, like, in in, in the positive numbers, going really, really high. I was okay with that. The one thing I like, I wanted to see this year that I didn't see, uh-huh. and spoiler alert if you haven't watched yet, there's no lost golf ball in bounds. No. If there had been a lost golf ball in bounds, I would have been like, no, you're, you were, even if you shot, even if you shot a 59, if you would have lost a golf ball in bounds, you would have been in the man of the people this week. Well, and you know, uh, Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau earlier, um, after the restart of last season um side note we is this our second season of the podcast no no it, i mean it could be i don't know. we'll just we can discuss know. that we can discuss that later on yeah i don't know what seasons are i just i noticed it today looking at something i don't know so this is the thing i was talking about it's like yes i get that it's the fedex cup is like is over and yes our scores are probably like counting as new seasons yeah, they are for, but for me, like, the new season is usually the Tournament of Champions in Hawaii. I got you. That's when, um, like, that's when golf restarts for me. I, I think. The well, rest of it just feels like, um, what's it called? When they just sort of play. No, no, I mean, yeah, fluff, but um, what's it called? When they just sort of play for show. It's got, there's a real word for it. Exhibitions? Yeah. It just feels like, it just feels like exhibition matches for millions of pounds, millions of dollars. So like, it doesn't feel like anybody takes it seriously until April. Right. March, March. But I do feel like people like being the tournament of champions champions. So that's sort of when it kicks off for me. Um, well, Bryson and Brooks said, you know, you're going to see a lot of, because there's no fans, you're going to see a lot of lost golf balls. Yeah. But they didn't get rid of the marshals. The no, marshals they actually, flagging they the hired balls. in an extra 40 marshals. Right. So they, they hired in an extra two marshals per hole. This is ridiculous. Yeah. They still get the benefit. All right. And one um, of them on each hole was just to stand at like 350 yards and find Bryson's ball. Right. 
Uh, so the cut line goes from four over to five over to six over. Yeah. Colin Morikawa misses the cut at misses seven cut. over. Uh, we saw two quadruple bogeys mm-hmm. um, uh, in in the Friday round. Uh, Andrew Putnam withdrew through four um, Friday. Not sure why. Um, and all but one amateur got cut. So John Pack was automatically after Friday. Low am. Low am. Low so, am. That's so cool. To be the low am at a major has got to be the coolest thing. Uh, you get to you stand get next to the winner. Medal. Yeah. You could shoot 25 over and still stand next to the winner. Well, we'll get to that. <laughs> exactly. Because yeah. John Pack did not do, do very well. No. Um, all right. Anything Anything more about round two? Um, Phil doesn't make it. Nope. Tiger, no. Tiger doesn't make it. Um, I don't think either of them have a shot at a U.S. Open. I don't think so either. Especially after the Bryson distance, like – and I, we'll get, we're going to get into this big time probably towards the end of it because, I, like, I, like, we're just playing – like, I, I played golf this week. You played golf this week. Like, if you thought they tiger-proof these courses – They're they going are, to Bryson-proof these. They're going to Bryson-proof these courses. Yeah. Uh, from what I understand, the, the, the head of the USGA competition – It's livid. <laughs> uh, committee was walking the course – watching Bryson play yeah. uh, the past couple days yeah, um, and had a lot of uh, angry notes written. So I'm not, yeah. <laughs> I'm not, no, no, sure. no, they're going. And this is the thing is like when Bryson wins with a new tool, uh huh. they take they, it away from him. They take it away. Yeah. I, the, the USGA and the PGA have something against Bryson DeChambeau. Yeah. And what I have against him is his attitude and his behavior. Uh, what they have against them is something entirely different. And I don't know. I don't know the lengths that they're willing to go to. No, I think it's the same as everybody. It's like, you can't wait. Like you're too good. No, it's not. You're too good. It's like, it's like respect your elders. Uh, I hate that. And I hate that. Cause it's like, it's like, if you want me to respect you, like come out and play better golf. Right. Like, if you want me to respect the elders, you get Freddie Couples, you get you get Bernard Langer, and you get Phil Mickelson to win these things. I bet you Bernard Langer could win. I'm not I'm <laughs> not arguing, but he didn't. And, that, I mean, that's my argument is, like, if you want these 65, 75, 85-year-old guys in the USGA who are holding on to positions of power because they, they enjoy the power more than the salary. Mm-hmm. Who are like, oh no, we don't need we don't need a social media presence. Yeah, you do. Like, I don't want to like, and I look. I'm, we're gonna get banned from all of their stuff anyway, so I'm okay with this. But like, the USGA did a much better job of getting the highlights out. Oh yeah. Like they had great highlights, but like their presentation of the highlights was, it looked childish. It looked like they had found a font in paint and were like, these are our thumbnails. All right. Like, you know, like there wasn't a professionalism to like, it, it looked like this is sort of the second year they had figured out how the YouTube works. The YouTube. Yeah. That's what the USGA calls it. The USGA invitational on the YouTube extended highlights. That's right. Um, the YouTube. Yeah. So round two. 
Round two was tough. Round two, I like when when Bryson was the low round. I just wanted some like some dark horse heroes, and there just weren't any. That's what I took from round two. Right. Oh. No, I'm totally with you. Yeah. Um. All right. Round three. Um. So I had two featured groups. I watched Rory and uh, Cameron Smith just to yeah. get some eyes on Rory. Uh, but I also really followed uh, Ricky Fowler and Paul Casey. Yeah. As much as I love both of them, they had absolutely no business being there. Nope. Uh, <laughs> Ricky was playing today, and I think they showed him once, and I was just like, oh, you are still here. Yeah. Like, it was one of those things where, like, absolutely they sh- no business. They show the stars putting out on 18, so you remember they're alive. Uh huh. So it was like Ricky putting out at 18, like, as Bryson was teeing off. And I was just like, Oh, you are here. Like, oh, you played. Yeah, he was That's... one of those side by side bits. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, oh, you did wear orange. Like, you wore Sunday orange, even yeah. though like this could be a Tuesday. It doesn't even matter, right? Yeah. Um, uh, your best round was uh, Matthew Wolf, and re- and and whoa, boy, did he have a shot at this? Yeah. Um, your worst was uh, Stefan Yager, John Pack, and Abraham Answer with a nine over. Did you say Yamir Yager? Stefan Yager. The hockey player, Yamir Yager? He, he could have played for all I know. No, it's Stefan Yager. <laughs> he could have. Stefan Yager. Yeah. Uh, there was one quad. The only reason I'm bringing up these quads is because that was my prop bet I did not hit on. No. Um, and Danny Lee, uh, back to Mr. Lee, uh, after the third round, after a nine on uh, – uh, six putts from four feet. It was a thing of beauty. Please go watch the video. Yes. Uh, it, was, it was beautiful. It was definitely a man of the people. It was definitely a, he didn't, he lined up two of the shots and the rest of them, he just walked up and hit back towards the hole. It was so fun. It was so good to watch. <laughs> and the, the last one, the last one just accidentally goes in. You ever just be so mad at a putt that you walk up and hit it and it accidentally goes in. My favorite is That's when, like, what happened. That's the when only my fa- reason he got out of there with a nine. My favorite is when Mug Dad, yes, the, the obligatory Mug Dad um, not- notification mention. Um, my favorite is when, and this has only happened like twice, he probably doesn't remember it, <laughs> but he like expects to get a gimme from six inches. Like, so he'll miss like a two footer, like a two footer like just to like three or four inches. <laughs> and he gets real mad. He'll like hit the ball off the green. And I just want to be like, uh-huh. like, you, I didn't give that to you. You've got to go play that. <laughs> I just want to be like, I just want to be like, that's, that's six. You've got to go play seven from the fringe. <laughs> <laughs> got him. Yeah. He's like, uh, he, I, I haven't said, like I just that. want you so bad. And just be like, no, 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 no. Like, I get you're mad, but like, that was six. You've got to, you've got to now put out from 40 feet instead of six inches. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. Right, um, sorry, Mug Dad. Sorry, Mug Dad. No. Sorry, Andrew Mallon. My apologies. Yeah, you're really killing everybody today. Yeah. Um, all right. So anything more about round three? Oh, uh, let's see. Round three was actually pretty pretty low scores compared to all week. Um, do you have do you have anything for round Just three? Round three, I thought like when Matthew Wolf shot five under number one i was super mad you wouldn't let me yeah. have my my sophomore prop but whatever 
I'll get I'll get over it. No. You still hit on your prop bet, which I shouldn't have given you. What was my prop bet? Five guys oh, don't finish under par, wasn't it? Be un- no, it was ten guys. We should have hit the over-under on it for three. Yeah. And, and you would have had to pick over-under. Yeah, we should have. Yeah, yeah, we should have done that. I'm not giving you that kind of pick ever again. Not after this. Not after one guy is under par. No. You've lost all your privileges. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next time it'll be over-under three. So that – no, this was one of those things where I was just sort of like – remember I was saying like on on Friday I was like, like where's the dark horse going to come from because all of like the big names that you would expect to be there are out. When Matthew Wolf yeah. did this, I was like, he's the dark horse. He's sophomore this number two. Yeah. I was like, I was, yeah, I was like, this is going to be a sophomore triple crown. I've already picked Victor Hovland exactly. for the Masters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. I am ready for this. And I was just sort of like, I was like, oh, I was like, I was like, Matthew Wolf is two up going into round four. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's, this was one of the times where I was like, I looked down the list. I didn't see anybody there that I really believed in. And I was like, two mm-hmm. sh- this is a two shot his to lose situation, which I don't like doing, which I don't like doing, you know, I don't like doing that because no. these guys are good. Uh, they live under par. Yeah. They, they do live under par. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So round four. Um, well, your it's top over. four. It just uh, finished. Just, it just finished. Uh, your your top four going into today was uh, Matthew Wolf, Bryson DeChambeau, Louis Ustason, and Hideki Matsuyama. Yeah. Um, Bryson, low round of the day again. Three under par 67. Uh, three guys. Uh, Busenholt, is that how you pronounce that? I think it's so. It's not spelled the way it sounds. It's like, it's, I think it's pronounced Busen, Busenholt, but it's, Spelled like Buzedenhout. Yeah, I think it's Buzenhout. Uh, Victor Munoz and Imahira. I've never heard of him. Uh, they all three shoot. Yeah, they all three shoot a 12 over 82. Buzedenhout. Um, Buzedenhout. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I almost feel like it's pronounced Buzenhout. That might also be true. I think I think I've heard it pronounced that way. Uh, your low am of uh, the 120th U.S. Open is John Pack gets to stand next to the winner, even though there is a 24-stroke difference between the two. <laughs> 18 over par, tied for 51, um, and Bryson DeChambeau is your leader by six strokes at six under par. Um, over Matthew Wolf, who finishes at even. Um, uh, this is one of those things that like upsets me. I'm I'm looking at John Pack. I just pulled up his Instagram, not his uh-huh. Instagram, his uh, Wikipedia, and it's uh, is an American amateur golfer raised in New Jersey. Pack attended his high school in New Jersey for one year before moving to Orlando, Florida, to train. He's like one of those IMG athletes. Yeah, I can't stand that. Until Gavin becomes one, and then you'll be like, no, we should all do this. No, look, if they pay for it, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, 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 it's like basketball. Basketball players, they go into basketball-only schools. 
Yeah. Um, it's like, can, anyway. you, can you listen to an audiobook while you play basketball? Good. We'll call this literature class. Right. Will, will you listen <laughs> to Of Mice and Men while you are on the putting green? Fantastic. Yeah. Um, all right. I still would have gone to one of those. Oh, uh, yes. yes. <laughs> um, I hate it. I hate it because I ain't it. That's yeah, right. exactly. Uh, uh, <laughs> all right. So our picks. I had John Rahm, who finishes tied 23rd at 10 over par. Xander Shoffley, who finishes uh, fifth at four o- over par. Uh, and Rory McIlroy, who finishes tied for eighth at six over par. My prop bet of five quadruple bogeys or more. I uh, only got three. So I missed on that. Ben picked Dustin Johnson, who finished five over par, tied for six. And Justin Thomas uh six over par tied for eighth his long shot of uh the winner playing the Safeway open did not hit uh but his prop bet of less than 10 players finishing under par did um ben finishes uh with a total tally of 1527 points uh to my 1412 points so ben wins the week but still is not in the lead yeah uh, with a, a very narrow victory, but good play. And that was, oh, a, that sorry. was a great tournament. Can we just, I just want to go back to round three for a second. Go back to round three. Um, what happened to Justin Thomas? Congratulations, Bryson DeChambeau. Just fell off. Yeah. Just we'll fell we'll, off we'll skip that. Um, yeah. And then Justin Patrick Thomas Reed. What happened it's, to Patrick Reed? Oh, so it should be noted how much I don't like these two players. So I text Ben. Yesterday. Are you talking about my gif that I never put out there? My meme. <laughs> yeah, I texted Ben yesterday and I said, I, why is Bryson DeChambeau and Patrick Reed playing so well? This is an absolute nightmare for yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. But, I don't no, know. But, but, but Patrick Reed, I mean, he just fell off on Saturday. Oh, plus he was six on, on Saturday or something? Yeah. Yeah, I, I was – I was watching him play, and I said, oh, no. No, no, no. This is the Masters all over again. No. Yeah. <laughs> and then the next thing is, is what's been – have you seen this thing where he's patting the grass down behind the, the rough just off the green on, like, 16 or something? Yes, but that's actually within the rules. I, have, I, will, have to, I will have to sit with the rules on this and not – That's fine. After. You can tell Patrick me, like, Reed. I am – you're allowed to do this? Yeah, as long as the ball doesn't move. And even if the ball does move, you get to put it back. You can't improve your lie, which he doesn't. But he's improving, he's improving the plane of the swing. But it's not a, it's not a hazard. So yeah. he, do, he does get to put his club down. He gets to ground his club because okay. it's not a hazard. This is my next. So say that and I'm therefore, in the woods, grounding which happens your club, frequently. Grounding your club improves your swing plane, regardless. Okay. Am I allowed? If a tree branch is in the way, am I allowed to like fold the tree branch over itself? As long as I don't damage the tree. Um. Can it move? Like, how are you going to secure it? Like, I sort of just sort of, like, fold it around itself so that it stays there. I think as long as you don't break it, then yes. Yeah. 
Well, no, it's so like, like a my, rock. Like, you I can was, move a rock. Well, this is the thing that I wanted to. So I was playing golf a few weeks ago, and I was like, I was in the trees, and I asked, um, I asked, I asked cousin Adam to hold a a, a branch back so I can play it, and and they were like, no, no, you can't do that. And I was like, you can't have somebody else do it. Oh, what happened when everybody moved that rock for Tiger? No, he, he nobody held the rock. You can you can get assistance to move it, but you can't have somebody hold it there for you. You can't have somebody hold the tree branch out of the way. If you can if, move the if, tree what branch, what if he's what if he's moving it with his hand while it's out of my way? Then he's then you're getting assistance on your swing from another from a caddy. Well, that's what and I'm that, feeling like he like I yes he didn't improve the lie of the ball but he certainly improved like the lie of the swing path. Yeah, he can't help you if you, if some No, if no, no, Patrick Reed. Yeah, but he did it himself and with all within the rules. So this you're saying if, if you're saying if this I is the get problem with Patrick rock. Reed, he has so many marks against him, we can't even let him follow the rules. So no, this is my question, right? So say that like I'm in the same position. I can I can stamp on the grass behind the ball to flatten it. No, you can only use your club. Your but, foot is not part of the is not part of the club. So you can't ground your foot. So can he? So can you he can use a putter? Can he use a mallet putter or his driver and flatten out like two feet behind it? No, only directly behind the ball at the 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 width of the club, and he has to use that club. It looks sketchy. It looks sketchy for sure. And because it's if, – look, if Colin Morikawa had done this, nobody would have batted an eye, and you okay. know it. Yeah. Nobody would have said anything. But Patrick Reed yeah. did it. It's totally within the rules. He's fine. Uh, but he's a big, fat cheater, and we all know it. And that's why he doesn't get the benefit of the doubt. But I'm, I like Patrick. If Patrick Reed ever wants to come on the show, I like him. I'm okay with that. He can come on the show. Sure. And we'll just ask him what it's like to be the most hated guy in golf. Yeah. Yeah. I'm be, curious. To be the Grinch golfer. I'm curious too. I, so I, I actually find great amusement in how he approaches other human beings. What, um, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, like how he walks up to them? <laughs> no, like, like how he addresses the media or how he talks about other people or how he, he uh, tries to dispute any sort of criticism like his interaction with people regarding the game of golf is super amusing to me. I still think he cheats and I think there's too many marks against him. Yeah. Uh, but the, the way he goes about approaching it, beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. I'd love to talk to him about it too. All right. I a big old that is, hanging out here. That is it for the U S open. Uh, and we'll get another U S open in a couple months. Won't we? Yeah. Yeah, I, I hope like, so. Uh, I mean, isn't seven, that how it works? Seven months? Yeah. Eight months? Next June? Yeah, Next Father's June. Day? Two this year. Yep. You ready for the next read? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> wrong button. Oh stop God. it. Stop, stop it with the wrong buttons. It's time for us to put down oh. our bag and hear from our sponsors. They were laughing at me. I didn't do anything wrong yet. They were at put board back to zero. Put the board back to zero. That's right. Um, hey, guys. Welcome to the Swingdom. If you guys didn't know this, me and Cousin Adam are walking Hadrian's Wall. We're going to play 100 holes of golf 
as we walk 100 miles along Hadrian's Wall. And we're doing it for charity. So we're going to be supporting Rowcroft Hospice, which is a big deal down here in the southwest of England. They do a load for people who are not very well, and we just want to help them out. Um, we are also supporting the Golf Foundation. Um, and what they do is they help youngsters get into golf and stay into golf, which I think is important because golf has really helped improve my life, whether it's mental health or social interactions or just hanging out and having a good time. Golf has really helped me out with that. Um, we're having an absolute blast planning it. We're hoping that we can still get the opportunity to do it, even though it seems like government regulations may slow us down a bit. But we're going to be filming the entire thing for YouTube so you guys can enjoy every, almost, almost every step we take. Because if we filmed every step, it would take forever. Um, and I just want to thank the Polk Arms for being such wonderful and supporting sponsors for us. And Bubby Tracy Golf Center is also supporting us. As well as a lot of the places we're staying, like Matt Fenn Hall um, and Stony Home Golf Course. So... Thank you guys. And if you feel like donating, go to uk.virginmoneygiving.com slash 100 miles, 100 holes. Uh, mm -hmm. You can find it on YouTube, on Instagram, and on Facebook. So every penny goes to a good cause, and we appreciate everything you guys give. We sincerely appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, so back, back to the show. Thank you. Thank you, guys. And now to your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunnar Kane. The Rage Dump, sponsored by Anger. Anger. Okay, so this is the this is the question I want to ask you. Uh huh. This is the first. This is the first part. I want to ask you two questions. Ask me two questions. Did you watch the final round? Uh, some of it. Okay. Good. Here and there. We That's played. Fine. We played golf most of the day. What? And, yeah. Where? At uh, Somerset Farms. Oh, it's not a, that's, oh, you're, oh, Rapidan. Rapidan. Sorry, you meant Rapidan. My, my, my apologies. Did it is win? now it's Somerset Farms again. I don't, okay. Did you win? By one. Against Gavin or yeah. Tom? Gavin. Okay. How many strokes did you give him? None. Nice. I don't give him strokes. Um, I mean, if I gave him strokes, he won for sure. But, yeah. But no. I won by one. Um, Oh, okay. So I watched about 90% of the final round. Yeah, like I, I was just hanging out. I enjoyed it. I love watching golf. My question for you is, whose swing is more unsettling? Matthew Wolf's or Bryson DeChambeau's? Bryson DeChambeau's. That single plane stiff arm swing is so weird. It is weird. Boggles Although my mind. I've, I've tried it, and it's very effective. Okay. Well, how come you're not winning any majors? But what happens is, is I lose distance when I do it. Yeah. But it is very effective. It's, it, it goes very straight. Uh, but you, you, I lose at least about 15 yards. Oh, really? Yeah, because I can't, I can't get my body to turn. Yeah. Yeah, I just find that single plane, stiff arm, clock, whatever it is that he's doing. It just, it hurts my brain. All right, you said you had some questions for me. I already, had, I already asked you my questions. Oh, okay. My those question are, was about Phil. <laughs> those are great questions. 
Ah, that's a great question, Gunner. Ask him again. Is this yeah. Mickelson's last U.S. Open? Um, <laughs> yeah, I, th- I don't think. No, it's not his last one. I think he'll play in it. I think I. I don't think he's he'll had a shot to it. win the U.S. Open in about 15 years. He'll never win it. No. Um, I think he'll drink more coffee on his couch and cry. <laughs> Did you see? He said. He said really. Really bummed I'm not playing the weekend, but also really happy. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, the course is so hard. It like, it hurts. It's not good. No. Um, No, it was was a really, really good watch. I enjoyed watching a lot of the golf this weekend. Yeah. And NBC did a really good job of giving you the shots into the holes. Um you they did a really good job the camera guys did a great job of showing you how unsettling that golf course is i i mean let's take bryson DeChambeau's final chip up on the 18 just the height of that right side of the green compared to where he was standing was nuts yeah and you really have to know what you're doing to make it work it was something else um, I just like, I'm just not happy Bryson won. I'm with you. Can I say that? Like I was, I was rooting hard for Matthew Wolf to win this thing. That Eagle on nine. I thought that was the turnaround. Hmm. And then hmm. to see him just fall apart from 14 on was, it was heartbreaking. You had to be honest. I thought Louis Oosthuizen had a really good shot. Yeah. I thought Xander Schauffele could have put it together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really thought the back nine. I even text you. You know, the back nine is killing guys. Yeah. So I I didn't see anything even on, for Bryson going. Yeah. Even even after I said it, he eagled nine. Even on eighteen, I was like, I was like, Bryson could quad this. <laughs> well, he absolutely could have. Yeah. yeah. He still would have won by two, apparently, though. But still, I mean, it would have eaten him. It would have, we wouldn't be sitting here saying Bryson DeChambeau wins the U.S. Open by six strokes. No. By would you say six strokes? Would you say he won it comfortably? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I actually, after about 14, I said, there's nothing he can do to lose this. Yeah. I was just like, just play steady golf. And he did. Took a, he took his hybrid out on 18, didn't even drive it. He took his he took his driving iron out on 16. Yeah. You know, still went 280, but he still yeah. did it, you know. Yeah. What I mean? Um no, it, no, he played the par 3. I, I think it's like 15. Yeah. 8 iron, 225 yards. It's ridiculous. That's 80 yards further than I hit mine. He's so strong. And I hit an 8 iron. Right. You, you know did. I hit an 8 iron. I know. I actually have – so what's really weird is I have – 80 yards. Really average distances. Like really average distances. I thought I had like – I thought I had above <laughs> average distances. Well, you do, and I have super average distances. Yeah. <laughs> he still smokes us. Yeah. Um, now, I – although this is really cool that he is one of five players to win the U.S. Amateur and the U.S. Open. Yeah, that's really cool. So let's, let's go to the important thing. Yes. Are they going to update Augusta before he gets there? I don't know, but I, I tell you what. After or is watching, he gonna is he gonna get to Augusta and just overpower it? After w- watching what he did uh, this week to 
to one of the hardest U.S. Open courses. I'm not so sure his plan of bomb and gouge isn't going to work now. I know I've discredited it. I'm not mad. Like, I'm not mad at, like, but I'm just sort of like, if that's the case, where were you for the playoffs? Right. Like, well, where were you for the FedEx Cup? Like, you had right. you had every opportunity. You top 10 the first six events back and won one. Right. Like, wh- how did Dustin Johnson win – like you fell off for ten tournaments. you you crushed it for ten tournaments. Everybody was terrified of you. You yeah. fell apart for ten tournaments, and you you were nowhere in the playoffs. And now here you are winning the like the hardest U.S. Open venue there is. Mm-hmm. The hardest, know. the hardest, arguably the hardest major venue there is. It's something. It's one of the top three hardest major venues. It is. Yeah. So this is, I mean, do you think they're going to, do you think they're going to update Augusta or you think they're just going to say, good, good luck, Bryson. See if you can beat Tiger. Yeah. Bryson I, and Tiger final grouping on the mat at the masters. Does Bryson let him win? <laughs> no. Does Tiger just mental game Bryson out of his shoes? Bryson wouldn't even let Matthew Wolf putt out so he could have the glory all to himself. He was just ready to go. Did you see that? He was was outside of Matthew Wolf's ball by two inches, and he just walked up, started reading it, hit the putt, made it, walked away, waited for Matthew Wolf, and then celebrated. He wouldn't even – he just – when he goes, he goes. Yeah. That was crazy. I thought he would have waited for Matthew Wolf and then made the two put made the two footer. The two footer. I was very confused by that. No, he was just ready to go. All right. Well all right. That's all I got. That was a that was a long ramble. That was a long one. That's what that's what we do though here at the Swingdom. That's right. You're welcome, folks. You're well if you want to talk about golf with us. You message us, uh, good old JR at Belton here. He just wants you to hear, he wants to hear, can you just say uh, Bryson DeChambeau just five times fast? Yeah, Bryson DeChambeau, Bryson DeChambeau, Bryson DeChambeau, Bryson DeChambeau, Bryson DeChambeau. There you go. That's for you, Coach Joe. Thank you for Coach, listening in. Coach J, you got it. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> I had a blast watching <laughs> do this. Do I say it funny? I'm never going to I don't understand. think you do. I, he's just sort of like – like he calls me up and he's like, if Bryson wins this, how many times is Gunnar going to say Bryson DeChambeau on the show? And I was just like, uh, just, like it, it? it just kicked into my head this time. I think it's because he's one of the few players where we like, you have to say, like we say his first and last name. Oh yeah, we do say. And we also sometimes flip back and forth between DeChambeau and DeChambeau. Yeah. Cause we, like there's, there's Ricky, there's JT, there's DJ there's ZJ, there's Phil, there's Tiger, there's Rory, there's Keegan, there's, you know what I mean? And then, but it's always Bryson DeChambeau. <laughs> it is. And it's the longest name. Yeah. <laughs> out of all of them. Oh, so this is, I know his putter's legal. Why does it feel like it's legal to me? I don't know. Because it's, it's like, fine. it's connected to his arm. It's not connected to his body, but it's connected to his arm. Yeah, it's just one of those arm lock putters. No, that's weird. It's like I feel like it hampers the swing, but we'll get into that another day. 
Thank you guys for, for listening to us on The Swingdom. This has been another episode of The Swingdom. I think this is like our like 50-some-off episode, 50-something episode. Is it? Yeah. Should, should we party. start season two at some point? I guess. All right. I, next. I, I th- maybe we'll do seasons by PGA Tour seasons. Okay. So, like, last week was the start of season two, but this was the yeah. continuation of season one. No, this is still season two because this is part of this this season. But is it? It's still the yeah. 2020 PGA uh, USGA Invitational. Yeah, but we're still in 2020. I know, I know. But, I mean, it was supposed to be in 2020, but, like, it's not. It was supposed Jay, to be 2019, 2020. This is now 2021. Your boy Jay said it was part of the 2021 season i'll call him we'll talk it over we'll, we'll talk we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll have a out. yogurt we'll talk it over yeah yogurt some <laughs> maybe some granola and stuff some some mayonnaise or something i got a squeaky Disgusting. chair you do i can hear it yeah <laughs> um, yeah check swing us out <laughs> swing them out swing them out oh it's so it's, it's so late here you've been listening to the swing Remember, we're just two guys, 28 clubs, zero parts given. Oh, Bryson DeChambeau. Damn, Bryson.